Hi, this is Amber, and today I have Nicole Gatchel with me. Um, she is the head of commuter services and for transfer students. Um, I'm just going to ask her a few questions of challenges that commuter students face on a day-to-day -day basis along with um, throughout the semesters. Um, so my first question is, how do commuter students find parking and how do they, um, how do they overcome those challenges of parking, finding parking spots close enough to their classes? Okay, so that does seem to be a challenge for students depending on what time of class what time their classes are, you know. So if they get here early in the morning, you know, like an 8 a.m. class, I don't think they have a lot of issues. They can usually find road parking kind of in front of their buildings. But say maybe they come before lunch or after lunch, I think sometimes it's a little more difficult to find parking close to the building. Now we're just a one square mile campus, so parking's not huge issue, you know, like other big colleges like Kent State University. Um, but it is does pose a problem, especially in the winter, you know, if we're parking and happen to walk on hills and maybe it keeps snowing and the sidewalks don't get plowed quick enough. So we do have some issues with that. Um, but I think it just takes like maybe about a week or two for them to kind of figure out their classes and what time is a good time to park. Um, there's a commuter parking lot, especially made for commuters. So it's only commuter students allowed to park there. Um, but it is a little bit of a walk from some buildings, um, but it is just designated for them. But it's recently been paved, so that's a good thing. <laughs> um, last year it wasn't, so sometimes it got to be a muddy mace with the snow, you know, coming and going and melting and all that. But with the help of commuters, we did get that paved. So yeah, commuter voices good. do help. Yeah. Um, I know you mentioned something about um, the winter. Mm -hmm. um, I know that winter driving is also a challenge of commuter students. Um, so what would you, what advice would you give? Sure, sure. So since we're a residential college mainly, we don't close very often. Um, if we do, then we would put a broadcast email out. You would get emergency text message. It would be on the local news channels. It would be on top of the, the web page. So there's lots of different ways that you would find out if we are closed or delayed. However, if we're not, but maybe you're coming from an area that we get a lot of snow. For example, I live in the snow belt in Geauga County. <laughs> so I could drive here and drive out of snow and then get here and there's nothing. Um, so I think it's just a safety thing for the student. Like if they don't feel safe, my recommendation is emailing their professors in advance and letting them know that they're having trouble getting there, um, that the weather is really bad, they don't feel comfortable driving. Um, don't wait till after or not tell them at all. I would always say let them know up front, even if you're sick or something. I think sometimes students just forget to do that, and then the professors might get upset if they're not there. But I think if you give them a head you know, warning, sometimes even professors will cancel their class because they have trouble getting in but the college doesn't close. So just always communication is the best. Okay. Um, also concerning things on, that have to do with health services, if something were to happen on campus, um, how, what advice would you give to uh, commuters with knowing those resources and how do we get that information out to them? Mm -hmm. So we make sure, I try to make sure I put that into commuter orientation um, when they arrive for New Student Institute, but I know there's a lot going on that day and, you know, we only retain so much information when we're told all the time. But any student here, whether they're residential or commuter, 
um, have access to our services here, like the health center. You know, I've had in the past students who are like, oh, I didn't know I can use that because I'm a commuter. No, you pay your tuition, your fees. You know, everybody has access to the health center. So you should definitely put that number in your phone, you know, and call and make an appointment if you need it. I know a lot of times it's coming to be, you know, cold season, flu season, and sometimes you might need some medicine and just call the health center for an appointment. They do like appointments, though, because walk-ins get to be a little difficult for them. Not that they wouldn't take it, but appointments are best. Okay. Um, also, another question that I had was, um, how do commuter students find balancing life, work, um, school? Um, some of them have children. So how do they find balance in time management and money management? That's a tough one because a lot of some of our students may have their children, you know, they might have had children younger or, you know, their older students here trying to get their education. Some are taking care of parents, um, brothers, sisters, that type of thing. So finding that balance is really difficult. And I think, again, communication is really important with your professors because I know sometimes professors will require you to, you know, come to an event program in the evening. Um, and that might not be possible because you're taking care of somebody or you have a job because you have to pay for your college or you're supporting a family. So that communication is key. It's a tough thing to do. That I, I did the same thing. I went back to school older and had a family. And, you know, so balancing your, you know, taking care of your family, your house, you know, you had to work. It is a difficult thing. But, but that time management is key. Yeah. Okay. Um. And we have resources for that. If you do struggle with that academic development, oh, that's, that's a great place to go. And again, that is a free service. Again, it's open to all students, whether you're residential or commuter. That's great. Um, also, what advice um, would you give to challenge or to commuter students with the challenge of making friends and getting involved on campus? Yeah, that's a hard one too. Sometimes, especially a lot of our student organizations, they meet late at night. You know, some a lot of them meet at nine p.m. or you know later, and you might not want to stay that late. You yeah. might be done with class at four o'clock, and you know the student club that you're interested in is nine o'clock. So that does face a challenge. You know, and then maybe that's a time management thing. Like if you know your club's going to meet, you know, twice a month and you really want to be involved, maybe that's when you, you know, do a lot of your studying and your research in the library that day and, and stay late. It is tough, though. Um, and that's how you make friends. Yeah. Okay. And um, I know you mentioned in the evenings and people meeting at um, times that mm -hmm. some commuters can't because they have work or um duties at home like I know that I have um as a as a commuter myself I um take care of my dad because he's very ill so getting to those um events in the evening that are um available to students on campus is very hard um and I know that um as a commuter that sometimes you can not feel included because of that and um so what advice would you give to um, commuters who don't feel included in those mm -hmm. events, are there other are there, are there other commuter events or um, what else is available to to only commuters who don't have mm -hmm. access to those events? Sure. So we do try to do a couple commuter events um, in the commuter lounge each semester. 
Um, we have a commuter advisory board, and I encourage more commuters to join because it's great to get their input and their ideas. Like I said, a lot of it gets changed because of the commuters, like the commuter parking lot got paved. We got a vending machine put um, downstairs in this this building that we're in now because of a commuter because things were closed up. Say the bookstore was closed, the bistro was closed, but they're here studying maybe, and there's no sacks. So that was all a commuter. So. We try to have that commuter advisory board, and then we meet and try to figure out what events might work um, during the day, you know, so commuters can get together and meet one another. Um, and there's other events that happen during the day. Um, for example, yesterday, um, Professor Chima talked about an international issue for international education week, and it was over the noon hour. So I encourage commuters to try to attend those types of things if their schedule permits while they're here. Um, but I know the evening ones are difficult, like in your instance, happen to take care of your dad in the evening. It's hard for you to get back. Yeah. Um, also, another question I had was, do you think that some of these challenges that commuters face um, could be stepping stones to facing bigger challenges in the future and in their life? I think if they get frustrated, it could be, but I think if they really kind of think through and figure out how they can make their lives better as a commuter, I've seen some really strong commuters come through over the years and get really involved. Um, and sometimes their schedules don't permit, but they try to do things that they can do, you know, find an on-campus job here that they can learn. Um, I think the Hiram Connect program is a really great way for that to happen. Like they could do an internship and get some job experience. Um, maybe they could study away, you know, if they can figure out how to get away for three weeks during a fall three-week trip. Or maybe if they're in the sciences doing some type of research with professors. So I think those are some good ways to kind of keep those stepping stones going. Um, making sure they talk to people in different departments. If they're interested in something, go talk to people. Don't be afraid to talk. All right. Um, thank you for talking with me today. Um, we'll see you next time. Thanks.